Dear listeners, welcome to Faces of Digital Health, a podcast about digital health and how healthcare systems around the world adopt technology. My name is Tiasha Zeitz, and today we're going to Brazil. You're going to hear from two speakers from Beaba, which is a nonprofit organization working on demystifying cancer and informing children in a clear, objective, and optimistic way about the disease and treatment. I spoke with the president of the NGO, Simone Levis Mozzili, and the strategy officer, Liliane Gibois. Simone and Liliane shared their insight about how children perceive cancer, how to approach providing them with accurate information in the best possible way. They also shared some of their personal experiences with cancer and how we can further improve information and support given to children with cancer and their families. Enjoy the discussion, which you can also see in a video format on the YouTube channel of Faces of Digital Health. So do check out that as well. And to browse through other episodes as well, go to our website www.facesofdigitalhealth.com. Now to the discussion. Liliane, Simone, welcome to Faces of Digital Health, and I'm very excited to hear how you're working in the field of cancer for children. Um, it's very rare, actually, that uh, we talk about topics that um, concern children. So let's see what Beaba does. You describe yourself as a company demystifying cancer and informing about it in a clear, objective, and optimistic way regarding treatment, regarding the disease. How exactly do you do that? Simone, maybe you can start. Yes. Hello, everybody. Thank you for the invite. So we demystify the disease, the treatment, and the oncology environment throughout uh, methodology. We've recreated using the principles of uh, information architecture and design, usability and human-centered design. And there are a lot of things which we pay attention to, such as visual and uh, textual information like uh, target, clarity, images, colors, for example. If we will show an image in a difficult context, we avoid using red because we know, studies shows, that this color accelerates the heartbeats. So that's our job. And how exactly does the demystifying take place? Is it through an app or other means as well? Because the impact of color sounds fascinating. Can you perhaps mention any other examples of what does uh, it happen when you use the usability and human-centered design? Yes, uh, we use several approaches in order to demystify cancer. And we do it through different platforms such as online, through an app with uh, 20 mini games, social networks as Instagram, Facebook, and also courses for health professionals. Uh, 
offline things like uh, bear book, bear camping workshops and meetings uh, about what we apply from usability and human centered design are in like in bear book when we write about cancer term a lot of terms we always finish the sentence with a good word of encouragement in beba camping we use gamification to influence them to do things they are not like such as try to like try to eat broccoli and go to talk a uh, psychologist many things that the patients never did before and start to love uh, i think in a few words demystify is also to encourage people to try or discover things they have never done So the the field that you're covering is very specific and maybe if we go a little bit back to the beginning of the story how exactly and why you know was Beaba um, created I'm sure that there's a personal story or a connection that that kind of drove you to do this Yes a long time ago not so long uh, but for many years I volunteer had volunteer with children with cancer And despite my background in information technology because I'm graduated in communication, I didn't know how to explain to children about the disease and the treatment. Until 10 years ago, I was diagnosed with ovarian cancer, and I realized that the most of the materials didn't represent much less didn't represent and much less engage the patients. And during my treatment, I started to talk about the disease, the treatment, the oncology ward, and I talked with children. And this motivated us to understand and share, like our procedures, fears, difficulties, and discovery. So we founded Beaba, which is a non-profit, non-profit organization made up with patients, health professionals, and technology professionals. So. I think is Beabais it's my my soul my heart. You mentioned that uh, you got sick um after you already started Beaba so how did that experience change your perspective and impact the future development of Beaba did the course change did your approach change Yes I had cancer before starting uh, Beaba but after starting volunteers with uh, children with cancer and i felt at the same time grateful for learning so much with the patients the children about how to face the treatment but on the other hand i was afraid because the information and the support tools were not suitable they did not give clear information or even help me to face the treatment and uh, that encouraged me to create better material for us the patients mm. um beaba is actually a, a non-profit organization and as we mentioned the aim is to demystify cancer by providing the information in a more clear or um just light is not the right word but just in a uh, perspective that also has a positive optimistic way about it it's for children it's for adolescents and their caregivers and um i wonder what uh, was the thing that you identified as the biggest need in children's patient care with cancer well i i think i can get this one because i i had cancer while i was a, a children a young one i had with uh, when i was 7 years old 
And I can say, normally people think that the most important thing for patient care is the treatment. But uh, as a former patient, uh, we can answer that actually, that the most important thing after a cancer diagnosis is having the correct and clear information about everything you are going to handle from that day on. Because in one day, your whole world changes and you become a person with cancer. And uh, with all the difficulties, and uh, you will have to face it beyond learning everything you have to learn about the disease, the treatment, the way of living, this new life, etc. So you have to learn everything about this whole new world and also teach your family and friends about it. And it is much better to get this information in a clear and uh, optimistic way. And um, it's the, so the whole design uh, and everything that's produced by Beaba has a very kind of a cute uh, design about it that gives you a little bit of a warm, fuzzy feeling. That was at least my impression. But I also started wondering, you know, what about uh, when the news or prognosis is not so optimistic? I understand that, you know, patients need a lot of positive attitude and positive energy. But what about... Uh, you know, when things do not look that good. Do you address that as well? Yeah, um, actually, we think that people, the first thing is that people need to learn how to live with cancer, uh, independent of, of their prognosis. So as we don't know for how long we are going to be in treatment or if we are ever going to be cured, uh, that is why we want to people to have the best life they can during each day of the treatment. So this is the optimistic point of view, not only to believe that uh, we are going to be cured, or, uh, but the most important is uh, to believe that we are having the best quality of life during all the journey. So normally people expect that, that you are going to receive your diagnosis, pause your life and only live as a sick person until the cure or the death. Uh, this is the pessimistic way of living, we think. So as we don't know the day after tomorrow, we have to learn how to live the best with the cancer. So still getting the best life with this condition can provide. This is the optimistic vision for us. I think there's still a, a lot of people that are going to associate cancer with uh, death. So one thing that I try to explore, you know, to, through the podcast is how different cultures around the world adopt technologies, approach problems, what are the cultural, uh, culture, cultural attitudes towards uh, different topics. And in this way, given that Beaba is present in South America, in the US, in South Africa, all over the world. I do wonder, you know, um, do you see that fears and worries across the countries differ in any way? Uh, we understand that the fears and concerns are the same in different cultures. Perhaps what changes is the way with uh, the way we deal with it. So Brazilian people are very optimistic by nature and, and in general prefer to deal with that way, believing that in the end everything will work out, will be okay. So we brought this optimistic way to the communication of our materials and we realized how well it was received in different other cultures and countries. Everyone wants to believe that they will be fine. The most important thing is how to go through this 
all over the treatment. So uh, each day matters for those who are facing cancer. So this is our focus, to, to help people to understand the cancer world and how to improve the quality of life during treatment. Perhaps additional question to that, uh, Beaba is based in Brazil. You talked a little bit about the um, the nature of the people and their attitudes towards life. But what about the healthcare system and patient care, patient cancer care in Brazil? Uh, can you mention any challenges or the upsides, the, the good points of, of care? Yeah, uh we can say Brazil is a country with a huge social differences and all the challenges that this implies, mainly economic and educational. On the other hand, uh, Brazil is also a world reference with its public health system called SUS, which is far from the ideal and has many management challenges to solve, but it guarantees access to, to adequate treatment for many people who would not be able ever to, to afford it. Uh, unlike the U.S., for example, uh, where families need to put their homes in mortgage to pay the, for the treatment. In Brazil, those who are able to obtain uh, an early diagnosis and access to the major public health treatment centers have this privilege. So I was one of them. I, I was took care in a public uh, health center. So despite all criticisms of Brazilian public health, I owe my life to, to it, so as do thousands of other patients. That is why we have to defend its maintenance and improvement of this public health uh, management. So in short, Brazil has excellent public hospitals and highly trained professionals, but unfortunately, this reality still cannot reach the most distant uh, regions and the poorest population. So on the on other than that, we can say that the general problem of the, the patients in Brazil, uh, even from the public or the private system, is the same as in almost all countries, the lack of adequate information and humanization of the treatment. Mm -hmm. Speaking of information, which is exactly what Biaba uh, provides, you mentioned before that the fears and worries don't differ uh, much around countries. But given that the app is available across the world, uh, how much did you have to adapt the content based on the culture? Uh, the app is in Portuguese and English. We would like to use in uh, all different uh, language, but we still don't have all the adaptations needed to many countries, but we try to develop it since the beginning in a more transcultural way. Uh, we really want to adapt it for different cultures, but we need to have financial support. Um, so, if you are listening and you want to be a sponsor, now it's the time. We'll definitely add the link to the, the company and everything that you're doing in, in the show notes. Um, and while we're talking about everything that you do, you actually offer a range of products to people to be better informed so people can listen to podcasts. You have an app. It all started, though, with the printed guide uh, for children, which was designed in collaboration with children with cancer. Can you tell me a little bit more about what kind of information is in the guide? Yes, the guide yeah. is this, is a book. Uh, it's be a book, but it's in Portuguese. Beaba. Beaba, it's like ABC. 
It's like B plus A is B, B aba. And in English, we, we say be a book. Uh, it's like a dictionary with, uh, which explain more than now it's 150 terms about cancer. And all the terms are nicely illustrated and very fun and joyful in an easy way for children and families to learn about. And their book also helps the health professionals to explain the treatment and the procedures to the children and the caregivers and helps um, everybody to be more prepared and empowered to face the treatment. We just got the third edition and we will donate 6,000 books from over Brazil. Uh, it's already translated to English and Spanish and we are looking for partners to help to distribute them in other countries. So, hello again! I hope you're enjoying the discussion with Simone and Liliane so far. Before we continue, a quick announcement. I'm currently working on a documentary titled Overdose. How can we prevent medication errors? Join the premiere of the movie on June 29th on YouTube and find all the relevant information in the show notes. There are over 10 very different people in the movie and the premiere will be accompanied by an additional expert panel discussion to assess what was seen in the movie and how can we move forward in medication-related patient safety. Before we continue with the discussion about Brazil cancer care for children, I'd like to share with you an excerpt from the second trailer for the movie. You will hear from nurse entrepreneur Martina Viduca, psychiatrist and founder and CEO of Signal, which is a decision support system for prescribers, Ronnie Shiloh, and Abdulelah Al-Khawsavi, ex-founding director general of the Saudi Patient Safety Center. Over the last 10 years, um, improvements in medication safety have, have happened, definitely. As long as we live, as long as we are human, as long as we give medications, there will always be errors. This is not a high-income country's problem, nor low and middle income countries problem. This is a healthcare system problem. It's a global problem. To see the full trailer, find the link in the show notes. Now back to the discussion about Beaba. Children are very curious. I'm sure that, you know, when you work as a volunteer, they often ask, why is this like this? Why is that like that? Um, so to which extent do children uh, with Beaba um, get all the information that the adult would? And how do you adapt the information delivery so it's for children? Uh, children are smarter, smarter than we think, and they can understand everything that is going on around. So they feel their bodies, uh, perceiving the, the changes and experience the pain, especially in cancer treatments, because everything is getting different uh, from the, the day one. 
So where the journey is very long. So if you go to a hospital, you are going to see children playing with dolls in the exact same way as what they see people doing with them, the nurses and the doctors. So they pay attention to everything and copy that on, the, on their gameplay. So I can say it about my experience because I had cancer when I was seven. And uh, one of my favorite plays was taking care of my dolls and even my parents. So giving them fake injections and changing wound dressings, everything that I lived in in my reality. So uh, Bebar learned how to adapt the information with uh, specialized professionals and the children themselves. Uh, children want to know the truth. That's, I think, is the first, uh, first action. They want to be part of the tre treatment. And what we do is adapt to this information in a way that is easier for them to, to understand and also the family. So we use a simple and objective writing directed to children as well as figures to, to help to illustrate the texts. So every detail of Bear book is very precisely uh, thought out. So like format, colors, material, everything has a, a purpose. You mentioned that, you know, obviously family is very involved in this whole process, which kind of got me thinking that we do, you know, talk about children and the patient and how to help the patient, but maybe with uh, children, even more as with adults, it's not just the patient that um, suffers or goes through a very difficult experience. It's the whole family that, quote unquote, gets sick. So how do you see the support needed for um, for the whole family, the parents? Um, are you looking in that realms as well with Beaba? Beaba uh, understand that uh, cancer education has to be done for all the participants of the, the ecosystem. So from the patient to the health professionals team. Uh, so the Bear book, for example, is used not only by the children, but also by the families and caregivers, uh, since everyone needs to step in on this topic with an easy information. So, and also the health professionals also use it to standardize the communication uh, with the families and the children, learning the best way to make itself understood to them, to the families and, and caregivers. So it's education for the whole ecosystem. Mm -hmm. A few years ago, you also designed a game. Uh, it's called Alpha Beat Cancer, and it aims to bring relevant information to young children through gamification. Um, so gamification is definitely something that's widely explored, especially when it comes to encouraging healthy lifestyle or presenting information in a more engaging way. So can you talk a little bit more about the app? Uh, what has it taught you about the approaches, uh, about the way that information is best delivered to children? Uh, Alphabet Cancer is an educational app uh, developed with Mukutu. Mukutu is a game studio led by Ludmila, a friend of mine who had cancer too. And the app is about cancer and the treatment designed to serve as a learning tool for children diagnosed with the disease. I think the main goal is to provide information through the challenge and recreation using the principles of uh, information technology, combined with design, usability, gamification, and user experience. 
And the content, the content of the app uh, came from Beabook and uses a linear narrative presenting and following the path of the treatment, like symptoms, diagnosis, and treatment itself, counting a logical support of time, space, and characters. And at the same time, the user takes over the patient. They also control procedures such as biopsies, application of radiotherapy, and patient care in order to encourage identification with the character and his or her own treatment. And this way, I think the passive, passivity is reduced and the patient is encouraged to take control over the real situation. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm assuming that the app was uh, designed and tested with various stakeholders, right? Is it, uh, is it still 20 mini games? Yes, yes. Uh, 20 mini games that bring entertainment and information. And the development was made with effective participation of all the stakeholders, like uh, patients, caregivers, and health professionals. And I think it's, this strongly motivated us to stay strong and keep moving forward down the path. And it's helped for everybody. Do you by any chance have any plans to extend it? You know, how is it with updates? Usually when you have games, uh, the players are very hungry for, for new chapters. Yes, I'm sure. We would love to add many other games to dog along with all treatment phases. This is the idea for next steps, but unfortunately we did not have more financial support to continue the game development. And we can hope we can get a sponsor in the future to update and upgrade the game and other new games. Liliana and Simone, uh, thank you very much, you know, for, for all the, uh, uh, information that you provided and for everything that you're doing. It's very inspiring and I don't, uh, say this very often, I must admit, <laughs> but, um, I will definitely, uh, add. I can, I re the... can you repeat, but, ah, uh, it's recorded. Okay. It's recorded that you don't say this very often. So I need this phrase. <laughs> yeah. It's really, uh, very amazing. So yeah, I definitely encourage, you know, all the, audience all the listeners to check out your website um and the link is in the show notes and um you know good luck with your further uh, development thank you for for coming to the show you've been listening to faces of digital health faces of digital health is a proud member of the health podcast network so in case you're interested in further exploring digital health and healthcare topics from various podcasters around the globe, do visit the healthpodcastnetwork.com, the official website of the network. And also, if you enjoyed the episode, do leave a rating or a review. You can do that by going to www.lovethepodcast.com and you'll be redirected to the platform appropriate for your device. Stay tuned.